Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I am Marla Martinson, your host, hostess with the mostest here. (laughs) I'm so happy that you're joining me. It is Monday today. We are in January 18th, and gosh, this first month of uh, 2021, it already has so many so much going on, so many surprises. There's there's a lot of whirlwind of whirlwind of energy and uh, seemingly chaos in some ways, and uh, you know, calm and collective in other ways. So I haven't uh, recorded a podcast in about a month. Um, January for me has been spending a lot of time up in Seattle. I live in Los Angeles, so I've been spending time with my mother up in Seattle who is having some health issues. She's 83, and, you know, it's at that point where I, the only uh, child, um, my brother passed away in 2004, so I'm the only one uh, handling everything. Nobody else in her family, uh, you know, is doing anything. It's just me. And it's at the point where I am making the decisions and um, setting the doctor's appointments and pretty much doing everything. I said to her, I said, you know, it's like I have a kid now. (laughs) I have no kids. I said, it's like you're my kid. She goes, yeah. She says the roles are reversed, but at least I admit it. So, um, you know, we all go through this at some point in our lives and, and I've, I've really realized how much my spiritual practice and staying centered and continually to do the work every day is helping me through this this uh, um, stressful time and, and sad time to see such a change, you know, in my beautiful mother. And um, anyway, ah, so I'm just breathing into this today and I want to share a few things with you. I thought, you know, usually I have a guest on, and I thought, I want to share some things that's been going on with me, things that um, I can share with you uh, that will um, help you, and some fun things that we can do together. So, um, first of all, uh, I can't believe it's coming up on a year that this COVID thing has hit, and we've had the you know lockdowns and staying at home, and how many of us have gained some weight It's like people would say, yeah, I've got the COVID-15 instead of the college 15 or whatever. And I even remember um, a few months ago texting uh, a woman that I wanted to match up with one of my bachelors. And she says, she says, Marla, I'm, I'm dying to meet somebody, but I've gained 15 pounds this COVID and I've got to meet, I've got to lose it first before I go out on a date. And myself, I used to go into LA fitness and my spin class, which I loved that spin class, which I did three to four days a week, in addition to some other things was really keeping me trimmed down. And it just was fantastic. 
that, you know, LA Fitness has been closed all year. I think they opened for like one week and uh, I got in there and did some weights and then they closed again. So I've been walking at the park. There's a beautiful park called Lake Balboa where I live. It has a big lake and it's a mile to go around. So I do my walks, but I had, yeah, I think I gained about eight, seven or eight pounds. And it was like, you know, I was talking to my friend Katie and, and uh, we're in our fifties or she's, she's going to turn 60. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the word our fifties. And, and after certain, um, you know, when you reach a certain age, it does get a little harder to keep the weight off. And some women just kind of after menopause or kids or whatever, they just lean into it. It's like, well, what am I going to do? I'm just okay. I'm 10 pounds or 20 pounds more than I, you know, what was my whole life, but you know, what can I do about it? Well, I'm not that kind of person. I'm I'm like, I'm not going to lay down and take this. I'm not going to buy new. My husband said, I'll buy you a new pair. I'll buy you new pants. If your old pants are too tight, I'll buy you new ones. I said, I don't want new pants. I want to get into all of my old ones. <laughs> That's not acceptable to buy, have to go out and buy a bigger size. There's no reason for it. So anyway, I, I, um, but I, I couldn't, nothing was worth really, you know, I really couldn't get it off. I went back and used the Isogenics and that was, that's hard. You know what, you guys, I used this program called Isogenics uh, probably in 2010, 11. It works. I mean, if you do it, I had dropped 12 pounds in a couple of months, but, but what it is, is there, there are days where it's kind of like uh, almost fasting for two days uh, every week while you're doing this and you're eating a little bit, you're drinking this thing, but it's, it's very, I can't, I just can't fast. I just get so hungry and I'm so creative. I'm doing things all the time. It's hard to concentrate. And I couldn't, and last time when I did it, I had a coach to walk me through it. And I, and I, I, it was hard, but I did it. And I I tried it again this last, this past year. And it's like, I can't, I can't do this. And so um, what happened was, uh, I went to see my um, Chinese uh, herbalist doctor, Dr. Mo, and he uh, has a place called The Healing Tree in Thousand Oaks. And if anybody's read my book, The Buddha Made Me Do It, A Field Guide to Enlightenment, my spiritual memoir, that is so fun. I have a whole chapter, I think it's the second chapter, where I talk about Dr. Mo and The Healing Tree and doing some modalities with him. There's a funny, funny chapter uh called the bamboo beating and he does this um this modality where he actually beats you with bamboo <laughs> bamboo sticks he calls it percussion therapy he he coined it he created this and what it does is he does he's not beating you hard but he's beating you pretty light but the pain is blinding it is crazy and what it does is it brings up any unhealed trauma and uh, anger and stuff from the from the cells in your body and very interesting very interesting so I did quite a few sessions with him which which drove my husband to just go berserk when he saw all the bruises on my body my best BFF Julie who's my sidekick in the book she was like Marla you are out of your mind but that was when I was on my uh, really deep dive spiritual quest and I was open to trying all these modalities and I wrote about them in the book and a lot of fun stuff that I tried. And I'm consequently, I didn't even realize that I would, what was about to go even deeper into some other modalities and stuff, which I'll talk about. But anyway, so I went to see Dr. Whenever I feel something or 
um, like lately <clears throat> for the past couple of years, I've had this um, feeling in my right breast as if something's in there. You know, I kept saying something's in there. It feels like uh, somebody, like I, maybe I had a surgery and they forgot the sponge inside. That's the feeling of it. Very weird. I went to get uh, thermography twice. I had an ultrasound and they said, nothing's there. We don't see anything. And uh, so I, it could be those fibrous type of breasts or something. And I, I have a feeling that coffee exasperates it. And that is so tough for me. I love my morning coffee, you guys. I don't know about you, but just brewing it, the smell, sitting down, reading my emails or whatever with my cup of coffee or sitting outside by the pool under the bougainvillea, you know, and so that was kind of hard to give up. But I'm, And I kind of don't. I still have a little. Uh, but I went to Dr. Mo and I told him the situation. Well, he uh, prescribed some uh, tea, some tea for me. Uh, and some drops, some different things, some tinctures, some herbs and stuff, all right? But there's this tea that I started drinking, and I'm just sharing it with you. I get no, and just so you know, I have no affiliation. I'm not getting paid for this. I just, I'm so thrilled with this, and I think Dr. Mo is the bomb. Um, he also does, just as a side note, he does do um, consultations over the phone. I don't know if he does video consultations, but he's amazing for anything you might have. If I ever have any little uh, health issue, I first go to Dr. Mo before I would go to a um, mainstream doctor uh, for most things. Uh, so it's thehealingtreestore.com, thehealingtreestore.com. You can on- online. And um, anyway, so he gave me this uh, tea called Pu'er. It's uh, P-U-E-R-H, Pu'er. So I went on a uh, site on uh, the internet just to, that has some information on it. It's called com on their blog about Pu'er. And it says eight Pu'er teen health benefits you should know about. So first of all, well, before I tell you the benefits and everything, um, I, I started drinking this tea every day, quite a bit of it. I mean, two big, two big cups at least. Besides the other health benefits, which I'm going to share with you, all of a sudden, and I just kept doing what I was doing, the walking, you know, not anything extra there. I did cut out nut butters. Uh, I was having um, uh, rice toast in the morning with some almond butter and some jam. And uh, I cut that out, and I exchanged it with one egg and some white rice in the morning. And I've always been vegan for a long time and plant-based, but I did start eating eggs because my hair was falling out, my nails were breaking, and um, there was a turning point in the summer where I I just um, started eating the eggs, and my nails were growing again, and my hair wasn't as bad. So anyway, so I do have that in the morning. I switched that, and then I pretty much cut out gluten and that was it that was it and the the weight's been dropping off I'm down eight pounds and that's since November and um, so I'm back to pre-COVID weight and I have about um, three to five pounds more that I'd like to just also release so that I can absolutely fit comfortably into my whole closet but anyway I was like, this is incredible. So Pu'er tea, and I'm telling all my friends about it. So it's um, it's a it's a tea 
that uh, is from China. It's cultivated exclusively in the Yunnan province of China, and it derives its name from Pu'er County, from where it's grown there. So um, it's fermented. And so he told me to stop, don't, t- don't drink kombucha anymore. So I did cut out kombucha too. I was drinking like a big kombucha every day, and I guess that's got too much sugar. Um, I did cut that out as well. And he said, don't do that. Don't take any more probiotics because uh, uh, this tea is a great probiotic. It's fermented. It's aged naturally. And it's been revered in traditional tea societies in Asia for centuries. Um, It's the most oxidized type of tea. And just like fine wine, the tea leaf gets better with time. And uh, it's, it's, it's some of the most rare and expensive Pu'er teas are aged for more than 50 years. So you do want to get a good, a good brand. You, want to, you don't want to just get like a $15 box of tea off Amazon. You want to get um, something good. So, you know, make sure you get, get, a, get a good one. You can get it. I think you can order, you can order it online from the Healing Tree. Um, it does have a little bit of caffeine, but he said it's not, not the same as like drinking coffee. So it says it, it's like 60 to 70 milligrams of caffeine compared to 100 milligrams in a standard cup of coffee. But I don't feel anything. I mean, I sleep fine, everything. I don't feel the caffeine at all. It's, um, it improves mental focus. I noticed also I was drinking, I've been drinking this tea and I used to get tired like around 6, 6.30, and I couldn't really work anymore. I would like go to bed and, and read or whatever. Now I'm able to, st- I'm up until 9 o'clock doing tarot readings, uh, working, doing whatever. I'm, I'm not even tired. Um, so it really has, has helped my mental focus. Uh, it promotes a healthy heart. Um, it says by drinking one cup of Puerto day, you can help lower your risk of heart disease. Um, it also, a Chinese study shows that it can help reduce bad cholesterol, the LDL, prevent obesity-related diseases. Um, it cleanses toxins and free radicals. Its oxidative, oxidative properties allows increased levels of oxygen. Um, in traditional Chinese medicine, Pu'er tea has been used to aid the spleen and stomach in filtering toxins throughout the body. Uh, prevents cancer. Um, it says studies show that consistent consumption can combat cancer and prevent the growth of new cancer cells. One study by the University of Kunming Science and Technology demonstrated the ability of Pu'er tea ingredients to target specific tumor cells with minimum side effects. Um, so it also protects bone health, aids, and then here it comes, aids in weight loss. So it says... Um, Studies have shown that Pu'er tea can help you lose weight when combined with a healthy diet and exercise, so it suppresses the synthesis of fatty acids, which can help your body stop producing higher levels of fat. So that, but that doesn't mean you can just eat a high-fat diet and then drink the tea and lose weight. You know, you still have to make a few tweaks, exercise. I made a couple of, I just made a few simple tweaks in my diet uh, that Dr. Mo suggested, and and I continue. I get some exercise every day, and I drink this tea, and it just came. On. I mean, I was like five pounds, just was like boom, and then slowly the next three, and I just want to go down another three, and then I'll just feel great. I'm the kind of person who feels good in my body when I'm real slim. I'm in Ayurveda. I'm a Vata, 
and I'm very quick moving and I'm active and, and my, when I'm at my mom's house, it's so funny because her friends, a friend will be over or something and they're all like in their seventies or eighties and I'm walking around the house. I'm going here there, and they're all like, Oh my God, Marla moves so fast. You really move fast. <laughs> and I've always, people have always said you walk so fast, but I'm very energetic and I, and I really feel good when I'm lean, kind of like lean and mean, right? That's how I feel good in my body. So this has been amazing for me. Um, yeah. So it says drink one cup of pu'er tea after a meal once or twice a day. And uh, I just drink it anytime it reduces stress. Uh, it says while, while pu'er tea contains caffeine, it doesn't mean it'll make you wired or jittery. In fact, the tea can help reduce stress and its inflammatory properties aid in relaxation when experiencing minor aches and pains. Um, also, I noticed I used to have in my hands in the morning, oh my God, it felt like they were so stiff, like arthritis or something. Um, since drinking the tea, I don't have that anymore, but I, did, I do know that gluten can cause that too and that gluten can really wreak havoc on the on the digestive system and everything. So I did cut pretty much, I'll have a little bit still once in a while, but I pretty much 95, 97% cut that out. It also presents, prevents illness. It has that it's high in vitamin C and antioxidants. So anyway, of course, you know, it's not guaranteed to cure any of these ailments or diseases. uh, But this is what, you know, the studies have shown they're thinking this is, you know, they, that this is what's going on here. But, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you that this is going to cure your cancer or, or you know, you're going to lose all this weight. Um, I'm just telling you what, you know, the, the claims are from the studies and experiences people have had and, you know, what they're, what the ongoing studies are suggesting and my experience. So anyway, give that a try. If you're looking to lose some weight, I'd love to hear, um, how how it goes contact me um and if you're not on my newsletter you guys uh go to marlamartinson.com and just hop on there you'll get a free self-love guided meditation and i send out a newsletter a couple times a week to let you guys know what's going on what what i have going because i've got some really fun things for you so uh let's see the next thing i wanted to share with you is um my uh, circle, my, my Mar- Marla's Magical Message Circle that I started, I think I started it in December. My girlfriend, Marie-Ange Beaujolais, she's a well-known author in France. She lives here in L.A. She's a dear friend of mine. And she also um, gives readings, uh, not for um, uh, as a career or anything, but she's a great uh, tarot reader and intuitive. And so she and I, uh, before COVID, we used to get together at this little cafe in Sherman Oaks, and we'd give readings and have lunch. And now we haven't seen each other since COVID, actually. And um, we're on the phone together a couple times a week. And she, I channel for her, and we give each other reading card readings. It's so much fun. Um, but she, she convinced me. She says, Marla, you've got to start doing uh, a message circle where you have some women on Zoom, and um, give some readings and stuff. And so I said, I'm going to try it. And so I started something that's every Saturday evening, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can go to my website, MarlaMartinson.com, drop down under work with me. And it's there, my message circle. You can sign up. It's $10. I decided just to make it a really low energy exchange. It's something I do to support uh, people during this time, support everybody. Um, so we get hop on Zoom, and it's just a beautiful container for an hour to an hour and a half. 
I limited at eight people so that everybody can get individualized attention. So we start off with centering, beautiful visualization. I send everybody some energy healing and give some uh, frequency upgrades and tweaks. Um, and then we do, you know, I may lead people through a cool visualization or do a, uh, um, some affirmations or abundance um, ritual, something like that. And then we share, and then I go around to each person, and I give them individualized readings. And I channel from the guides. I've been channeling for a while now. My my guide, Thomas, is uh, my main guide who comes in. And <laughs> guess what? Since I've been doing some really cool um, shamanic journeys and stuff, I've opened up even more and deeper, and the Galactic Federation of Light's been coming in. The Pleiades have been coming in, giving amazing messages. It's a beautiful container and evening, so I encourage you to join us if you feel called, and I'd love to see you there. Um, so that's what I've been doing. Um, also, as um, you know by, well, if you don't know me, if this is your first time listening, I am a matchmaker. <laughs> I've been a matchmaker for two decades, high-end. I'm in the high-end space where it's the affluent men seeking beautiful women for long-term relationships and marriage. And I started uh, at a firm in Beverly Hills in 2002. And um, I worked there for seven years. And then I went out on my own and, to, and, and uh, left there in late 20, 2009 and started my own uh, boutique service in 2010. So the men are my paying clients in matchmaking. The women can be in the database for free. I have a very small list. I usually keep about a dozen guys. I work for my home office. I have a wonderful business partner in San Diego. Her name's Bradley. And we've been, um, you know, just rocking it for, for a decade, um, making these amazing matches, uh, you know, just having this wonderful business that financially supported us, that was rewarding. When COVID hit, uh, most of the clients, I'd say all, I think all of them, uh, that we had at the time went on hold. They said, just hold, we can't date right now. Let's just hold. So it was many months, maybe five to six, um, that nobody was dating. Nobody was signing up. You know, nobody was, you know, joining a matchmaking service at that time. And so we were like, oh my gosh. So um, what I did was I, I had already uh, started a coaching certification uh, program with Nancy Levin from Hay House, uh, Levin Life Coach Academy, and she specializes in boundaries. And so I, in October 2019, had um, signed up for a one-year life coach certification with Nancy. So uh, pretty much, I mean, I just got my certification this past, in October 2020. So I spent most of, co you know, 2020 just in deep um uh, deep coaching, you know, I was being coached, I was coaching other people, I was in class and learning. And so I was doing a lot of personal work. Um, and uh, besides that, <clears throat> I uh, did, a, did a couple plant medicine journeys. Um, I, there was so much self development, self introspection, um, opening up my gifts more, doing a lot of uh, intuitive readings. <sighs> So um, I've been working the psychic hotlines, helping people. A lot of people have, a lot of women, mostly women, there's just a lot of um, pain and anguish over relationships, over exes, over things that have been going on and um, stress over jobs and 
COVID, so I've been able to support people that way. So it's been a great, interesting unfolding and shift for me as moving from matchmaking into being a coach. And I'm loving coaching, loving the coaching space. Um, I'm still going to matchmake, but it's still, it's still, uh, you know, with these new, new, always new lockdowns, right? No, the restaurants are closed in many places. People think, where am I going to go for a date? Uh, maybe it's not safe. And so it's still slow. So um, even though I am, there are most of my, the guys that I have now, they are meeting people on Skype, Zoom, uh, the phone in person, and even got two people, two of my clients in relationships uh, in the past few weeks. So it's still going, but it is, has shifted in it slower. So um, I'm just going to tell, tell you. And, and what ha- so I want to share about my coaching because if, you, if you're a woman who is a people pleaser, uh, a doormat, have trouble saying no, uh, this is the coaching for you. And um, what I wanted to, to um, share is – so it's perfect. Actually, I'm focused. It's good for anybody, but for women who are always picking the wrong guy, maybe they're always picking narcissists, they're picking unavailable men. It's just this cycle. Um, this boundary coaching is amazing. And um, I'm just going to read you this card. It's from Abraham Hicks. I've got these, these like um, kind of Oracle cards from Abraham Hicks. And it says, my relationships will change when my vibration changes. You are living in the time when fewer people will attempt the impossible task of pushing the unwanted far enough away that they will be left with only that which is wanted. It is the time when more people will come to the realization that what they have been seeking is not a change in the behavior of others or in the world outside of them over which they have no control but instead an understanding of their own vibrational relationship with source over which they have complete control. So this is something that I had to uh, step into for myself. I had to do a lot of work for years. Uh, My whole adult life, I would pick guys that were verbally abusive, that were um, just cruel and mean. And um, I had one husband, uh, ex-husband, who was a definite narcissist. I didn't know narcissist men at the time back in the 90s, but, but looking back, I've done a lot of um, study uh, and reading and watching videos and uh, hours and hours and hours on narcissistic behavior and personality disorder. And, and I see, oh, my God, and, and I would put up with it, and I would, even in jobs, I would let myself be yelled at by the boss or coworkers. And I would, I mean, I was really a big doormat. Uh, Even though I would be feisty enough to um, still do the things I wanted to do, I had, I had boyfriends and husbands that would try to sabotage me and my creative endeavors. When I um, lived with a man in my twenties, I was, I think from 21 to 24. Uh, He was, um, (laughs) I don't know what was wrong with him. He was extremely jealous. Uh, he did smoke a lot of pot every single day, so that could have. Uh, and I was only always the the gal who was at the gym every morning. I was always like this health nut, kind of very positive. And I was an actress at the time, and I went on a lot of TV commercial auditions. And back then, we didn't have cell phones. We had answering uh, machines. And um, you had to get, you know, the agent would leave a message on the machine if you weren't home to pick up. And they'd say, you know, you've got an audition tomorrow at 2 o'clock at 
you know, for McDonald's, uh, call, you know, at blah, 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 call back to confirm. So you had to call back right away and say, yes, I confirm, and then you'd be there. And that boyfriend that I had, uh, which I write about that in my memoir, um, in my second, in my, in my second memoir, uh, but I write about this. Um, he would not, so if I went out, he would turn off the answering machine or if he let, you know, he, he would, so that I'd, he'd try to make me miss auditions. And it was so got to the point where I had to put in a second phone line, which cost me $90, which was a lot back then in the, in the eighties. Um, and I had to put in my own phone line and my own answering machine separate from our shared house phone um, so that I wouldn't miss auditions. Um, before I was going to an audition, he'd pick a fight so that I'd be crying before I'd leave so that I wouldn't get it. If I did get a commercial, I would be so over the moon. I loved doing commercials. And I'd, I'd find out, I'd say, I booked a commercial. And he'd just sit there with this horrible look on his face like that's the worst news in the world. So I stayed with this guy, you guys, for four years. I stayed with the narcissist for seven years. And I brought those patterns into my current marriage that I've been in for two decades. And I brought those unhealed parts of me and, and reacted. Um, my husband now, he's a very fiery Latino. He likes to be the man, you know, that in charge. And, and he's, a, he's a leader. He's one of those guys who's very, um, he, he's like, he's not a follower, right? And so he likes to, you know, guide things and stuff. And I'm so, um, just fighting and like, and we'd get in these arguments. And if I just had control of my reactions, if I was centered, if I would wait to speak, I mean, it would have been so much different, this experience that I've had. Um, we love each other very much. You know, we have a great life together, but I can see that my unhealed uh, wounds from my childhood, growing up with a lot of alcoholism around me, being uh, uh, bullied as a child, I can see where, uh, where that had a big effect on, on how I interacted with people, why I overstayed in certain relationships, why I allowed myself uh, to be treated that way. And so the boundary work has, has just shifted uh, my life. And sometimes I'll slip back, you know, sometimes I'll slip in my reactions, but I just, I know how to, to um, handle the triggers and just imagine what it'd be like to have a trigger free life. So I, I wrote this blog and I um, made a list. I have a list here. Um, so one of the most valuable benefits of learning to set boundaries, because we think boundaries are about the other person and that they've got to, um, you know, they have to, uh, respect our boundaries, but it, they don't because it's not their boundaries. So it's us that have to hold our boundaries. The boundary is between me and me. The boundary is between you and you. It's never uh, between the, the other person. So one of the most valuable benefits is that instead of constantly feeling like you're a victim of others' actions or their inactions, you begin to see how you are the only person responsible and capable of meeting your own needs you start taking responsibility for upholding your own boundaries instead of expecting anyone else to. And then you have this just sense of freedom of, of like you're your own sovereign being. You're not just a victim of other people's behavior or circumstances or, or how they talk to you or, or what they do. 
which is when I'm doing readings on the psychic hotlines, most of the women, they're all asking, is the guy thinking about me? Is he coming back? Uh, he's with someone else now. How, how, is, how is their relationship going? Is he happy? Is he going to leave her? He married someone else, but is he still thinking about me? He, he tr- mistreated me. He beat me up. He cheated on me. But is he coming back? So, so I, and I can't tell you, this is a daily uh, situation where women are calling me with these questions, and I'm not the only uh, psychic <laughs> getting these questions. There's thousands. So, so it's like an epidemic where women need to take back our power not be a victim of, and not have, wait for the guy, a man, to choose us or think about us or decide what's going to happen. It's, it's our decision. So take a look. I have a little list here. So just take a deep breath. Let's take a deep breath here. <sighs> and just take a look and, at all these little sneaky ways you dismiss your, your own needs and see if any of these sound like you, because before you can hope that others will honor your needs, it's important to look and see how you respect your needs in a more relevant way. So just say yes or no in your head, whether this sounds like you. So the first one, you often feel like the victim of others' behaviors. You have little privacy in your life. You prefer not to say anything when someone hurts you or cheats you, intentionally or accidentally. You feel like a pushover when others express their desires. You feel it's virtuous to put others ahead of yourself, and you feel mean or selfish when you try to assert your desires. You often feel resentful towards others because they don't seem to take your needs into consideration. Your partner calls you several times throughout the day to talk about problems at home and things you, that you need to handle. Your mother comes over unannounced and then proceeds to tell you everything you're doing wrong with your life. Your kids leave dirty clothes on the floor, knowing, oh, you'll always pick them up. Your neighbor plays loud music every night, but you say nothing. Your boss repeatedly asks you to work extra on weekends and evenings without notice or additional pay. Whenever you go out to eat with your friends, she tells you what to eat and you simply follow her suggestions. Your partner repeatedly makes plans without asking for your input. Your friends invite you to dinner and you always let them choose the restaurant. Your family is always setting you up with people even though you're in a relationship. This is a good one. Your waiter delivers the wrong entree, but you don't want to return the food. You're freezing at your friend's house on a visit, but you don't want to ask to have the heat turned up. Your teenager takes money from your wallet without asking or telling you. Your partner puts you down in front of friends and then acts acts as if you're too sensitive when you ask them to stop. So if any of these, you know, if any of these uh sound ring true to you, um, you probably have some issues with boundaries, some leaky boundaries. And uh, so my boundary coaching will help with that. To tell you a little bit about it, what we would be doing is working uh, together for three months. It's a 12-week program, meeting once a week for an hour on Zoom or by phone. And uh, 
we go through shadow work, we go through underlying commitments, we go through boundaries. Uh, I teach you exactly what to say using boundary scripts. Um, there's uh, exercises and modalities and things to start putting yourself first. We get your morning and evening routine set. There's so much. There's just so much good stuff. So if you're interested, contact me on my website, marlamartinson.com. Um, under work with me, there's a page about coaching, and I would love to, and I give a, a free 45-minute uh, discovery call to take you through, give you a little taste of what coaching's like and, and explain a little bit more. And so we can see how we can work together. I would love, love, love to connect with you. And in my, uh, so I, so in the course, so with, with COVID, not only did I get the coaching certification, but I also wrote and published another memoir. It's my fourth memoir. It's called The Magic Seeker. And it is my deepest, most heartfelt, amazing piece of work, I have to say. It's got a lot of humor in it. If you've ever read one of my books, they'll crack you up. I mean, I guarantee, you know, you'll be chuckling because I, I, I don't take myself too seriously. And, and I laugh at the bumpy ride, you know, on the way. Um, so just to tell you what it's about, I'll read you the back cover. Sometimes the path to enlightenment is longer than expected. Matchmaker Marla excels at playing Cupid. However, matching demanding multimillionaires with egos to match their bank balances is not for the faint of heart. She has long been on a quest for a more magical livelihood. With modalities like crystal healing, Reiki, tarot cards, and meditation, Marla has come a long way in her own spiritual evolution. Still, Nothing has prepared her for what she finds when she accepts a casual invitation to attend a circle of light. High on a Malibu mountaintop, a small group of seekers gather in search of healing and guidance. The spirit of Chief Red Eagle, a Native American message bearer from the 19th century, is channeled by a powerful shaman. Taking her deeper than she's ever gone before, Marla faces down her own demons and embarks on the true path to becoming a healer. Fans of the bubbly spiritual seeker will adore this latest adventure, the most magical experience of her life, and gain comfort and wisdom from her journey. So you can get the magic seeker on my website or on Amazon, and it will, I truly believe it will shine a beautiful light on the places that you may find yourself um, in, in these pages um, and relate to and help you to heal and find a path um, to your own journey. So before I say goodbye for today, I just want to also share that um, I am going to be on a Fade to Black radio show on Valentine's. Um, it's, it's Jimmy Church is the host, Fade to Black, Fade, and then the number two, Black. You can find it on Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, Google it, um, or Jimmy Church Radio. You can find it there. Uh, it's going to be from 7 to 9 Pacific Valentine's. It is a two-hour special, and I'm going to be doing readings the whole two hours. On December 28th, I, I was on the show, and we had a blast. I think I gave re readings for three. I stayed 7 to 10. It was three hours. I gave readings for almost three hours, you guys. I must have given at least 50 readings from callers, from questions on Twitter and, and Facebook and, and YouTube, and people calling in, and it was just phenomenal. Um, it, it was a blast, and 
I got a lot of new people connecting with me and getting private readings and all of that. So it was a lot of fun. Um, so I just um, want to wish you a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening. If you've listened to the whole podcast, I'm just um, so grateful that you spent this time with me and I want to hear about your experiences. I am at the mystical matchmaker on Instagram. So connect with me and let me know um, if you tried the tea that I'm talking about, if you've read my book, if you're going to join my circle, I want to hear about your uh, healing um, journey. And um, I'm just wishing you much love until next time. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at The Mystical Matchmaker or my website, marlamartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day.